Good morning, Tuesday morning. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is George Watkins, excited about Jesus and ready to go. Say, what is it today that you have a taste for? Now, ice cream and cookies don't count. Something that's in your heart or in your uh, you know, the, the mind that God uses to direct us with. What is it? Well, let's see where that leads us today. <clears throat> I had a fantasy game that I always wanted to play but never did. As most of you know, if you've been with me for a while, that I traveled much of my early life. My dad and mom were evangelists and pioneer pastors. And then at, at in my teens, I started traveling from um, north and south and east and west. Well, I had this desire to get in the car, obviously by myself <laughs> or another sucker that wanted to go with me, and follow the signs. Just imagine. Now, if, if you're old enough, you'll remember when the highways were two lanes and they actually had signs along the way. Uh, Grandma's Cafe to the right. See the big mountain, four miles. Don't miss, you know, the, the dinosaur pit. Turn off and go here. Well, I was young enough to think that would have been a real journey or a, an, an adventure to see where we ended up just following the signs. Okay. I never did it. Obviously, it was never practical. <laughs> it would have taken time, money, and a lot of a lot of extra effort. Well, we do that in life often, don't we? We just follow, as they say, follow our nose. <laughs> we had a puppy dog early on in marriage, and we took it on the road with us, a little poodle. And that little sucker would, would take him to the park and he'd put his nose on the ground and just go off and circle and go off. We had to call him back sometimes, go get him. He was following the scent. Whatever he smelt, that's where he went. Well, could we take that into the spiritual today? A scent of a, a trail. <clears throat> had an evangelist come to our church years ago. Well, I was just a teenager, and he said, I'm just looking for a hot trail. I'm like a hunting dog. When I get that hot trail, I'm going for it. Well, <laughs> if I remember right, he looked a, he looked an awful long time before he found a hot trail, if I remember. Okay, that's the end of that little story. But I want to remind you that there is something in your heart to follow. There's a sign, there's a, there's a, when I say a sign, something God's nudging you in, a hunger you have. No, say for instance, if I could get you into my library and have you be in there alone, I have a wall full of books and all sorts of subjects. And if I could peek through the little peephole, if I had one, you know, keep an eye on you, I could tell what's in your heart by the, by the section of, my, of the books you went to. Christian books, most of them, some of them, I've got some, some cowboy novels, you know, 
Louis L'Amour, not many of them, there's probably a couple. Now, I can tell your hunger by what attracted you. You'd go to the books. The young zealot evangelist will go to the healing, to the power books, to the crusades, to the mass revivals. A seasoned Bible scholar will go to the teaching books. A mystic will go to the way out books, the ones that are way before their time. <laughs> you see, there's a hunger in your heart for something. So this is Tuesday. What are you going to do about it? You're going to put it off till Wednesday, till Thursday? You're going to put it off till convenient day? No, come on. Today is the day the Lord has made. And this is the day of, quote unquote, salvation. Let's boil that word down to God's stuff. Amen. Whatever it is, it's in that container called salvation. Actually, the word saved in the New Testament is zodso. It means saved, delivered, healed, made whole. There's a lot of room in there to discover things. Well, today I've got this statement I put out. I refuse to react to an outcome that has not happened yet. Okay, let's talk about that. I refuse to react to an outcome that has not happened yet. <laughs> okay, got it. I'm just listening. I hear you thinking. I know God's already speaking to you about it. I know you've probably already thought of a couple of thoughts, a couple of things you've already reacted to that hasn't happened yet. Well, I've got my hook in you now. I'm going to drag you back to sanity. <laughs> Is that fair enough? Drag you back to faith, drag you back and bring you back and put your feet back on solid ground. For instance, the scripture says not to fear, not to have any anxieties, on and on. There's, there's a bunch of those, isn't there? Well, the thing that we give attention to will be attracted to us. So, when the scripture says, fear not, for I am with you. All right. If I have fear, it resists the thing that's coming to me, the Christ that's coming to me, the things that Christ has in store for me that's coming to me, revelation, the gifts of the spirit, the anointing, uh, all those maturing things I need. If I have a fear and an anxiety, it's like a shield around me, and it keeps away the things God has for me. Uh, wow. Now, the thing you fear will come upon you. Whoa. Wait a minute now. I heard rumor at the company that they're laying off the first of the year. They're going to slice it right down to the bone. Suddenly fear comes in and we begin to anticipate something that has not happened yet. So we build this whole scenario of death and disaster and mortgage losses and no food in the table. Something that hasn't happened yet, I refuse to react to. Why? Because we can change the outcome. <laughs> now, listen, we have God able, God's able to foretell tell what's going to happen 
but he doesn't predestine what's going to happen. Now, listen to this. This is good theology. God knows what's going to happen, but he doesn't predestine what's happened. Now, what that means is he doesn't, it's not going to come to pass whether you, whatever you do. No, he puts you in the mix. He puts you in this position to make the difference. So the word comes down or a prophetic word comes to you. In other words, it could be the rumor, you know, the the letter from the boss. I'm laying off half the crowd. Didn't tell who yet. That's a prophecy or a, that's a predicted word. Now that's foretelling. Now, it's not going to happen until it happens. And you are the key. You stand in the middle of that thing. You speak God's perfect will. You change the circumstance. You stop the action that's predicted to come to you. Amen. Foretelling and uh, locking it in. Got to happen no matter what. Now, these doomsayer, doomsayer, prophets of doom, end of the world prophecies, end of America prophecies, disaster prophecies, Jesus is coming in a hailstorm and a firestorm, and it's going to be the end of the world by Thursday. I'm stretching it a little bit, but not much. I tell you, folks, that that may be a for a forecast or a foretelling. There may be a hurricane coming. That's a foretelling. But does that hurricane need to come? What did God put us on earth for if it wasn't Genesis 1, 26 and 27 and other places that we as sons and daughters of God are to are to guide and guard the earth, manifest ourselves in the midst of it and change the course of things and shape history. We are the ones that shape history, not God. God tells you what's going to happen if you just sit in your couch and dream. But if you stand up and begin to declare the word of the Lord in the name of the Lord, you can change history and you can change the storm coming in and you can change the crops in your field and you can change the money in your bank or your flow. And you can certainly change the sickness that's trying to come against you and the pandemics they're predicting. Oh, they're throwing out the fear again. They're beginning to talk about all the mess that might or might not happen. I'm telling you, if you'll stand in your place, regardless of people that want to shut you down and shut your mouth, you can change history. (laughs) We are the salt and the light. Amen. Okay, I refuse to react to something that has not happened yet. Wow. The Bible says the expectation of your heart will not be cut off. So I'm expecting what? Here it goes. Here's the switch. I'm switching from fear to faith. I'm switching from dread to hope. I'm switching from, you know, disaster visions to success and overcoming visions up to me. God gave you and I the key. We are, we have our hand handle on the switch. Now don't cop out and say God's in control. God's in charge. He's still in charge, but you are in the control of the world he put you in. He 
placed you in that miserable place you're in. <laughs> I'm laughing. He placed you in that hard ground that you're trying to plow. He, play, play, he placed you in that company that's full of heathens and they're cussing all the time. <laughs> Smoke blowing by you. I'm, give, I'm, I'm exaggerating for a purpose. He placed you there because you are the salt and light. Amen. Now, if you're... If your little candle, your little two-watt candle is in the middle of 5,000 candles, who's going to notice it? But if God puts your little candle in the midst of darkness, whoa, you are the brightest thing on the block. Isn't that something? They say you can see a candle across the ocean because it cur the curvature of the earth. I don't know how many miles that curvature is. I'll have to ask my computer later, but it's a long ways. In the night, a candle will shine forever. Oh, dear brother and sister, this is golden days to be alive. My goodness, we are in the midst of life-changing experiences and history is being shaped by the mouth of every one of us together as we speak and declare and stand upon the word of God. <laughs> I don't see the end of this thing coming. I'm not looking for the coming of Jesus Christ by Thursday because my job's not done Thursday and the world is not going to be re reaped in this mess. It's going to be reaped in a better condition. God's going to have a harvest that he's taken back to the Father. He's not going to come up to the Father with four or five scraggly sheep and say, hey, this is all I got. <laughs> he's having abundant harvest. And you and I are a part of that. Well, Tuesday's a good day to be alive in Christ. I am passing my enthusiasm, my faith, my energy, and my anointing on to you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, don't forget to subscribe and uh, do all the things that you can do, that you are doing. Many of you are encouraging me with with uh, comments and thumbs up and sharing and some of you that have sent some gifts to me financially through paypal or the or the um post office thank you for that big big uh, encouragement along the way amen well until tomorrow we will see you then be blessed in what you do be bold in what you do and stay with it until you see the crack in this thing and you watch you watch this open. They watch this thing open for you in Jesus' name.